0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of English Encore. I'm your host, Nick English. Thank you all for tuning in. Today we're going to be talking about the Bills-Patriots evaluation and their upcoming game against the Titans tomorrow. Uh, We're talking about the Buffalo Sabres and my thoughts after their first win Thursday night in their opener against the Pittsburgh Penguins. We'll be talking about which athlete I think is the best player to come out of Western New York and then finally, we're going to be talking about which Buffalo Bill deserves to be on the Wall of Fame next. Um, so starting off with the Buffalo Sabres, um, they took home a 3-1 to one victory on the road against the Pittsburgh Penguins on Thursday night this week. Um, just a really great game overall. It wasn't what I expected. Um, I think going into it, I was kind of expecting the Sabres to be a little flat. Um, I wasn't sure how they were going to do under Ralph Krueger. I kind of thought going into the season that they're going to be a little bit better than last year, um, but that they were to make too big of an increase, maybe like six, seven games. But um, I was very surprised with how the, well they played. Granted, it's only been one game, not saying they're going to the Cup, not saying they're going to playoffs, but um, I think you can definitely just see the improvement overall and what, um, you can just tell that Kruger has established himself and established his game plan and how this brand of hockey is going to be played. You talked to a lot of the players in the locker room after, and they continually talked about how this is the new brand of Sabres hockey and everyone's buying into the system and whatnot. Um, I thought the Sabres dominated the game start to finish. They outshot the Penguins 41-29. to 29. I couldn't tell you the last time the Sabres had over 40 shots in a game. Um, especially out shooting them by 12 I think is a pretty decent margin Um, it was clear that the strategy was to put pucks on net which I really love last year there was too many um, trying to make that one extra pass instead of um, putting a puck on net it was always giving up a good shot for a great shot when in reality sometimes that's a good thing to do but um, if you just keep putting more and more shots on goal, the better chance you are to get a rebound or a really easy, cheap goal almost. Um, we moved the puck out of our own zone very quickly. Um, Defensemen did a really nice job, especially on outlet passes. We had three breakaways during the game. Um, just weren't able to capitalize on those, but those are chances that the Sabres are going to need to get going forward. Um, and I think it's a very solid win. I think the Penguins are still regarded as a, um, one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference and the NHL. It seems like every year they're doubted, and then they always end up in the playoffs and making a run to at least the second round. Um, I thought all lines had very good chances to score, um, even though Eichel's line didn't necessarily score a goal. Um, I thought it was great to see that you're, we weren't relying on that top line to score like we were last year, and we were able to win a game 3-1. to one. Um and I thought Eichel's line, despite not scoring, dominated Crosby's line start to finish. Um, him, Reinhardt Olbsten did a really good job of controlling the puck and maintaining it in the offensive zone. Um, I thought, just some players that stood out to me. Um, I thought Henry Okiaru had a really good game. He made that really nice outlet pass to Gurgensons for a breakaway. Um, I thought Casey Middlestad was the best player on the ice in that game. Um, he did a good job on the forecheck, threw his body around a little bit, which we haven't really seen. Made two beautiful plays to set up both of Shiri's goals. Really nice to see Connor Sheary um, get two goals early on. We saw him have a hot start last year, too. He scored two goals against the Rangers last year. So Hopefully, he's going to continue that going forward um, instead of fading off. The reason they brought him in last year, not only for leadership purposes, but um, he's kind of a depth scorer on that third fourth line. I thought Sam Reinhart had a great game. Uh, that pass he made to Dahlien on a backhand saucer was unreal. And then I thought Carter Hutton played spectacular. Um, the one goal that he allowed uh, was screened in front. Couldn't really do much about it. it was a power play goal by Malkin. Other than that, he was very solid all game. Uh, didn't give up too many rebounds. Uh, played the puck well with his stick when he needed to. Um, I thought the Sabres defensively just did a good job. The forwards uh, got back a lot. We only had six giveaways on the game, and we forced the Penguins into 17 turnovers. Um, The Penguins didn't really have any unreal chances. They had two or three really great opportunities to score. Malkin scored on one of them. But other than that, um, I thought the defense did a really good job. Um, The only negatives I took away from the game, honestly, were the penalties. I thought they took a little bit too many. took five, a little bit undisciplined. Um, A few, especially on uh, Ristolainen and Miller, I didn't think... um, not that they had bad games, but um, in the defensive zone, they weren't as strong as I thought they were going to be. Um, I'm still a little concerned with Ristalin's ice time, and I know because of injuries he's going to be up playing some bigger minutes, but still playing over that 22-23 minute mark is a little iffy for me. Um, and I know Vladimir Saboka actually had a decent game. He was very good on the forecheck, but um, just being three minutes less overall in the ice than Reinhardt, they played almost. He played almost double the amount of minutes as the Sherry middlestat vc line. And I just don't like that. Um, I think those lines got to be a little more even with time. Um, and I know Skinner and Johansson, I just still don't understand really why Saboka's is on that line. Um, but we'll see going forward. Like I said, he didn't play bad. Um, that line did generate a few good opportunities, especially one with Skinner in front that he didn't convert on. But um, we'll see going forward. But... Um, so far, so good for the Buffalo Sabres after um, one game. We'll see what they do um, tonight against the Devils. Um, so looking back at the Bills-Patriots game, I know it's a week later. There's just a lot going on. Uh, Josh Allen was cleared to play today, tomorrow for the Titans game, so it was big. But um, looking at the positive and negatives of the Patriots game, we're going to start with the negatives. Um, special teams. Special teams was brutal against the Patriots. Um, They did make no adjustments on that blocked punt. It was clear that the Patriots had three more players on the side of Patrick DeMarco, and it was clear as day they were going to block it, which they did, and they got a touchdown, which pretty much ended up being the difference um, in the game. They took way too many penalties. The offensive lines taking a lot of uncharacteristic and bad timing penalties. Um, The holding penalty um, when Allen got hit was a big one, too. Not that um, I do think the NFL needs to take a look into that rule change because I just don't understand how a holding penalty and an unsportsmanlike hit to the head where a player could potentially be ejected pretty much offset each other. I don't think that makes sense. But um, special teams and penalties were definitely not good. And then two specific players, um, Josh Allen uh, had an awful game, probably one of the worst, if not the worst, of his young NFL career so far. Um, He did have some good moments. Um, The first drive of the second half where he led them all the way down, scored a quick touchdown, um, was really good. It's just these turnovers are really hurting him right now. He's only got three passing touchdowns to six interceptions on the season. He looked like a deer in headlights. And I know it was a huge game for him, and people say he was overwhelmed and whatnot, which he definitely could have been a little overwhelmed. But at the same time, this is the NFL You're going to be getting paid to play in big games, especially this year when we're thinking the Bills can make the playoffs, and I think they fully can. Um, We're going to be playing in some big games on the stretch, and if he looks like that every time in a big moment, um, we're going to be in trouble. Um, I would have loved to see him in the fourth quarter after he got that um, dirty hit to the helmet Um, just because in previous games in the fourth quarter, he's shown he can thrive and get us game-winning drives So I would have liked to see it um, based on the way he was playing. I don't know if he would have been able to do it. And the Patriots defense is really good, um, but definitely something to improve on. Um, My biggest thing with Josh is um, just the mental mistakes of not being able to throw the ball away and trying to be Superman too much and try to make something out of nothing. Like throw the ball away, live to play another down. Um, At the end of the day, you're he would have been keeping Brady on the sideline a little longer, even though he didn't even have a good day. But, um, keeping him on the sideline and just trying to extend drives. And if you are going to run with the ball, you got to slide. And if you are going to throw it out of bounds, you at least got to make sure you get it out of bounds. But he made two or th- two of the three interceptions he made were just very poor decisions and throwing it into double coverage or just forcing it. And, um, personally, if he keeps doing it, um, I would bench him, and I'm not saying bench him for the full game or that he's not going to be the starter, but if he does that over and over again at some point, I think you have to bench him, whether it's one or two series, just so he gets it in his head that if he keeps doing that, um, it's not going to be good for his long-term development and it's going to hurt our football team. As great as our defense is, if he keeps doing that, especially against good teams, it's not going to look well, or go well, excuse me. Um, Looking at the positives from the game, though, um, I got news for everyone. The Bills' defense is legit. The Bills' defense is arguably the best in the NFL. We dominated the Patriots when they had the ball start to finish. Tom Brady couldn't move the ball on us at all. Um, Micah Hyde made an absolutely beautiful play on that interception, reading Brady's eyes all the way. Travis White had a good game. Poyer had a good game. Our linebacking core is one of the best in the NFL. Edmonds, Alexander, Milano. I don't care how old Lorenzo is, he's still flying around and tracking the ball. Um, our defensive line's a little concerning just because we aren't getting the sack total, but we are generating enough pressure right now. Um, I know Ed Oliver's eventually going to break through. I thought Jerry Hughes had a really good game. Um, I thought Starletule and Jordan Phillips both had. Um, good games as well. Um, Frank Gore still got it. Uh, Congrats to him on getting over 15,000 for his career. I thought he should have got the ball a little more, but once Devin Singletary's back, hopefully this weekend's Titans, um, I think the combination of him and Gore is going to be a really good one. Um, Gore's going to be that goal line guy in short yards, but he can still pick up big chunks. Uh, Gore really reminds me of Fred Jackson, just his downhill running ability. And after he gets hit, for maybe a one-yard loss or just one-yard gain he continues moving his legs and picks up those extra three or four yards um, Dawson Knox continues to impress made two really tough contested catches late in the ballgame that were very critical um, I think he needs to get on the field more especially while Tyler Croft is out and the biggest positive is that we should have won this game um, the Bills the Patriots did not beat the Bills the Bills beat themselves um, that's a positive to take away to me. Um, I'm pretty critical on the Bills. If you're a good team, you have to win that game. Um, and I am a little concerned about the offense just because we haven't been scoring a ton of points. It's definitely looked a lot better than last year. But um, just what we've done in the first four weeks, we've played three really weak teams and one really good one. And against a good one, our offense looks shell-shocked. Um, so I'm interested to see going forward. Another good test this week against the Titans. Um, Allen was cleared today, as I just met, or mentioned a little bit ago. Hopefully Singletary's going to play. Um, if we can win this game, go 4-1 and one into the bye, get players healthy. Hopefully Tyler Croft will be back. Teron Johnson will get fully healthy. Um, give Allen and Singletary another week to recover fully from their injuries um, and from What I've been reading online and stuff, it looks like this is going to be a home game for the Bills with the amount of Bills fans that are down in Tennessee right now. Um, The Titans are very up and down. They have two really impressive wins that they have going on the road in Cleveland and in Atlanta. Two tough places to play and pretty much dominating both those games. But then both their home games so far, they lost to the Colts and Jaguars. So they're very hard to gauge, and I think this is definitely a winnable game for the Bills. Um, And if they're a good team and they want to make the playoffs here, this is a game you got to go in, um, really show them something, especially because their defense is pretty good with uh, Kevin Byard, Malcolm Butler, Dory Jackson, very uh, stellar secondary. So this would be a good test for Allen um, and show he can learn from his mistakes and rebound from a bad game. Um, So now looking at um, who I think the best – athlete out of what in western new york history is this is very tough to do um i'm going to talk about three guys at the top of my list and then give who i think is the best one starting off with patrick kane um first overall pick in 2007 by the blackhawks um he won the calder memorial trophy for rookie of the year he's a three-time stanley cup champion including 2013 when he won the con Smythe for mvp Um, He's pretty much well on his way to be a future Hall of Famer in the NHL. He's currently sitting at 941 points with 357 goals, 584 assists, and a positive 62 um, rating. In 2013, he won the Hart and Art Ross Trophy and was the first American-born player to do that. Um, So Kane's one of the best players in the NHL today, and he's definitely the best hockey player that's come out of Western New York. Um, From a young age, I think everyone around here, um, especially in South Buffalo, knew that he was going to be forced to be reckoned with just from the age of 13, 14, when he was playing on these junior and elite teams at such a young age. Um, And then you look at Rob Gronkowski, great football player. I know a lot of people in Buffalo probably don't like him as much because he played on the Patriots, but... um, He's a goofball. He's Gronk for a reason. Seven thousand eight hundred sixty-one career yards, seventy-nine touchdowns on five hundred twenty-one catches. Five-time Pro Bowler, four-time All Team first, first-team All-Pro, excuse me, and a three-time Super Bowl champion. One of the best, if not the best, tight end to ever do it in the NFL. Um, and then Bob Lanier is another one that uh, came up when I was looking, uh, some Western New York players. Um, I wasn't born when Lanier played, but, um, just looking at his stats and what he did over the course of his career is really impressive. Um, he was cut from his basketball team in high school as a sophomore because they said he was too clumsy because he really, uh, grew into his body a lot faster than I think he thought he would. So he wasn't great at basketball, but he worked on his game for a full year. Junior season, he was on the All-City team and averaged 21.5 points. Followed that in his senior year at Bennett High School. Um, he had 25, averaged 25 points. and was All-State. Um, they also won back-to-back City titles when he was there. He then went on to play at Division One St. Bonaventure. In his junior season, he averaged 27.2 and 15.5 rebounds per game. After that stellar season, he was actually offered a contract, um by the New Jersey Nets and the ABA, which is eventually turned the NBA. Um, but he actually declined that and went back for a senior season, which I think a bunch of Bonaventure fans are truly blessed that he did that because he pretty much put them on the map from that point forward. Um, his senior year, he averaged 29 points and 16 rebounds per game and led them to their first ever NCAA tournament appearance where they would actually go all the way to the Final Four um, unfortunately for um, Lanier, he actually got hurt in their game before the Final Four, um, so they lost in that uh, Final Four game, but they did win um, the Eastern Regional title for their section. Uh, 1970, he was the first overall pick in the NBA draft by the Detroit Pistons, played with them for nine seasons before he eventually moved on to the Milwaukee Bucks um, and led the Bucks to two Eastern Conference Titles. They never won an NBA title. Um, And then eventually he retired and he was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 1992. Um, This is a pretty tough decision. Um, I think overall I'm going to go with Bob Lanier as the best athlete to come out of Western New York. Um, And I think the biggest reason is just because of the whole background of getting cut from his basketball team and what he did by putting Bonaventure on the map. Being a first overall pick um, in the NBA and being inducted in the Hall of Fame. And I know he doesn't have the titles that Patrick Kane and Gronkowski have, um, but I think it's pretty rare, especially um, in Western New York, to see a player go to the NBA level um, where Buffalo is really more known as um, hockey town, so it's not as surprising when hockey players do it. We've had multiple. People in the Western New York area um, go on to the NHL, such as Brian Gianta and Lee Stempniak. Um Football also a little tougher, but we have seen some players around here go. Um, not necessarily from Buffalo, besides Gronkowski. Um, we see Jake Dalagala. He's recently on the Bengals. And then a few players from UB, even though they're not from Buffalo, but Cleo Mack. But um, James Starks from UB, he. Made it to the NFL for a short bit of time and won a Super Bowl with the Packers. Um, So it was a tough decision. All great athletes, but I think Bob Lanier, um, in my opinion, might be the best athlete in Western New York history. Um, So now moving on to the final topic for today, um, talking about the Bills' Wall of Fame. They did announce that they're not going to be putting anyone up for 2019. But for the future, there were four names that came to my mind of who deserves to go up there next. I'm going to go through three of them and then who I think should be on it next so Cornelius Bennett um one of the best players in Bill's history um was uh, instrumental in some of their um deep playoff runs in the Super Bowl too um 52 and a half career sacks 22 forced fumbles six interceptions um was just a monster on defense and he really picked it up um the year Bruce Smith got hurt and only played five games he had a career high nine sacks that season um one of the cornerstones in Bill's history, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, Kyle Williams, another one, just retired last year. 610 career tackles, 48 and a half sacks, and he had that one touchdown um, where he ran it in against the Dolphins. Um, I think that moment is going to be one that's going to be remembered in Bill's history forever just because it uh, uh, helped end the drought. And then Kyle was always one that he was – very well respected around the NFL, um, both as a bill and in the community um, for what he did for a lot of bills fans outside of the locker room, was just truly great. Um, and the biggest reason I think Kyle maybe won't get on there um, as soon as he probably deserves. And he probably could honestly uh, be the next one that does deserve it um, just because there are some guys that retire before him that um, deserve to get up there, too. So I don't know if they might wait. And then Fred Jackson's another one to go along with Kyle Williams as far as the community um, and being a great locker room and great teammate overall. Um, and then Freddie just being undrafted, being given a shot by the Bills, and then doing what he did with his opportunity, rushing for 5,646 yards in his career along with 2,640 receiving yards, 37 touchdowns, um, one of the most underrated players not only in the Bills, but NFL history, in my opinion, that gets widely overlooked. Um, and you can just tell how much the Bills uh, fans embraced him um, for what he does, especially not being in NFL anymore, even though he's not living in Buffalo anymore. He still comes back all the time, still very present in the community. And I still, till this day, um, no one can convince me different, differ, despite what the Bills record would have been if he didn't get hurt or was um, when he got hurt in 2011, I truly think if he didn't get hurt, he had a real shot at winning the NFL MVP. He only played 10 games and had 934 rushing yards, 6 touchdowns, and then an additional 442 receiving yards. So he was on pace for well over 2,000 all-purpose yards and about 16 to 1,800 rushing yards. Um, you know, he's one of my personal favorites all time. Um, and I truly think he'll be up there one day. Um, but overall, the Bills player that I think deserves to be on the wall of fame next um, is Eric Moulds. One of the greatest receivers in Bills history. Um, I think he's one of the most underappreciated in the NFL as far as their history goes, too. Um, and I think a big part of that was because of how bad the Bills were, um, despite how good he was when he was here. Had 675 career receptions for 9,096 yards, 48 touchdowns. He's the first Bills receiver ever to have 100 receptions in a season, and he holds three of the top five Bills um, receiving yards records, including he is the most um, by a Bills receiver in a season with 1,368 yards. Um, and that's really good just because of the history of the bills and great receivers between, um, Andre Reed, James Lofton, Lee Evans, um, bunch of great receivers. So to be, um, number one in that category is pretty special. It's actually kind of ironic because when the bills traded Eric molds, um, to the Houston Texans, um, the Texans ended up, or the bills ended up using that Texans pick and selecting Kyle Williams. So pretty ironic that, um, one Bills grade ended up helping the Bills get another one but I just think Eric Bolds, for what he did um, being one of the best all-time receivers for the Bills and I think he probably is the best all-time receiver for the Bills besides Andre Reid in my opinion um, I just think he deserves to be up there next um, and he's still also very involved with the Buffalo community and whatnot so I think um, any one of those guys would be well deserving to, to see when and who they put up next but um, Eric Moulds would be my pick to put up next. Um, my weekly pick I moved to 3-0 and last week um, when the Chargers beat the Dolphins. Not that much of a shock. Um, this week, I'm going to pick the Eagles over the Jets. Um, Sam Darnold's still out another week, so I think the Eagles will win that game, especially being a home game. Um, next week, we'll be talking about um, the MLB playoffs and how they're going so far. A lot of great games, really close games. We took taking a look at who I think the early MVP of the NFL is, who, uh, what team I think is the most overrated in college football, and then we'll be talking some NHL, um, kind of just go over some teams through the first week or so of the season who I think has um, been kind of surprised if there's any teams that are right on pace where a lot of people thought they'd be or if there's a team that people thought would be good that's actually playing really bad. So um, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. And um, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your week. Go Bills. And I hope to have you all tune in next week. Thanks, guys.